So, the topic today is about Shulin, Shul, Beis HaKnesses, Beis HaMedrish, and Mashiach coming. Most people in the Bavich are familiar with the, a little bit with it because of a contest called Beis Rabbeinu Shabbat that The Rebbe spoke about 770, and of course we'll touch upon that. The... Uh, the, how every, what the Gemara says, that all the shuls, everyone's going to, we're all going to Eretz Yisrael, right? That's just as a nice preface and premise, everyone should be well aware that this is all temporary, our stay here in Golos, no matter how many years we're living here, and we're all making Aliyah, we're all going to go to Eretz Yisrael, Kibbutz Golias, to Eretz Hagula, the Rebbe referred to it once as Eretz Hagula, in general, by dollars, it says that everyone encouraged Russian Jews that we should encourage them to go to Eretz Yisrael. When they were, when the mass exodus happened in the 90s, that everyone wanted us to get as many of them to go to Eretz Yisrael and not come to America or other places. And so much so, that everyone wanted that, of course, to do things for the Russians who came here, to give them yeshivas and chadarim and to help them and get bris and, and whatever else they needed in Jewish life. But that everyone, the first order of business was to try to convince them to leave America and go to, go to Israel. And the Rebbe, the Rebbe told, set by dollars, a very interesting line. And the Rebbe said that, explain to the Russians that they're just exchanging one Golos for another Golos. Let them go to Eretz Yisrael, which is Eretz Hagulah, the land of the redemption. And Mashiach's already coming soon. Right? So, the Rebbe wasn't suggesting that Mashiach came already, or that everyone should go there to make Aliyah. Because uh, it's a famous shit of the Rebbe, and it's not only the Rebbe already started with the Rebbe Rashab, that it's actually a problem for a person just to move to Eretz Yisrael because they think that Mashiach is coming, or they think that a Jew is supposed to be living in Eretz Yisrael, is actually not a good thing. It's actually a terrible thing. It's actually an Aveda. It's a letter of the Rebbe Rashab where he speaks out against Zionism, and he says this. He says, because the Ebersha sent us, God sent us into Golos, and therefore you can't decide that Golos is over by going to Eretz Yisrael. Now, the Rebbe Rashab doesn't mean to say, we've already discussed this in the past, the Rebbe Rashab is not even suggesting that it's forbidden to move to Eretz Yisrael. That would be a wild proposition. There's a big schuss, a big mitzvah to live in Eretz Yisrael. All the Rebbe Rashab is saying, if you want to move to Eretz Yisrael, on the contrary, if you think you're going to be better off there, if you think you're going to be spiritually better off, physically better off, whatever it is, if I'm allowed to move to California, then surely I'm allowed to move to the Holy Land, Eretz HaKadosh. What the Rebbe Rashab is discussing is if a person moves to Eretz Yisrael because they think that a Yid has to be in Eretz Yisrael. Because how could I be in Chutzar? The place for a Yid is Eretz Yisrael. That's where I'm meant to be. Or, you know, or you're bringing the Gula or something of that nature. That is already going against your orders. It's like being in the army and, and running from your post. Because what do you mean, how could a Yid be in Chutzar? You ever heard of Golus? Ebersheh sent us to Golus to uplift Chutzlaretz, right? The notion, right? If you're moving there because you want to move there, fine. But if you're moving there because a Yid has to be in Eretz Yisrael, that's already kfidah in Mashiach. You know, it's very problematic um, uh, uh, to say that. So but so what was the Rebbe saying by the dollars there? L'choyda, Pashas, the Rebbe saying is, anyways, they're leaving where they've been living for hundreds of years, if not over a thousand, if not for who knows how many centuries they've been living in Russia. They're leaving Russia. They're moving on with their lives. They're coming to, to America. We're all going to be in Eretz Yisrael soon. Let them already, you're already leaving everything behind. Go to Eretz HaKadosh. And of course we know, because of intermarriage with Hulu, it's also a better place, Beruchni is to be, you know, to discover their Yiddishkeit. So that was what the, Reb, the Rebbe's message. So we're all going to Eretz Yisrael soon, to Eretz HaGula. But then there's a Gemara in Megillah, which discusses the special promise, not only that we're going to go to Eretz Yisrael, 
And not only binareinu, the Rebbe liked saying a lot according to Psukim, that Moshe Rabbeinu told Pare, binareinu, bizkeneinu, bibaneinu, bibneiseinu, that us with our youth and our children, we're all going to go. The Rebbe also quoted Kaspa, and Chassidus brings it down. Kaspa, Muzahavim, Itam, we're going to bring our gold and our silver. Our job in, in Chutzlar is to uplift all our physical, material wealth and possessions. And, uh, and connections and everything that we have and bring it all to Eretz Yisrael, bring it to, 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 to the Gula, to Hashem, um, and especially according to the Chassidus, Zav and Kesef is, is uh, Zav is Yireh and Kesef is Ahava, uh, loving God and fearing God, of God. But then there's something else, which is that all our shuls are going to fly to Eretz Yisrael. This particular shul, if you're a Leffert shul individual, this is your place. What? It looks like 770 now. It does? I never noticed. Interesting. Oh, so it looks like 770 even. And it's in Crown Heights. I'm sure it's going to have a prime location. But everything's flying there to sell. So let's look a little bit at that Gemara and discuss. Okay? So now, there's two Gemaras essentially which collide, which I want to discuss. But let's first discuss the, the general famous Gemara. The Gemara in Megillah Tafchaf Tas Amad Aleph Tanya Rabbi Shimon Yichai Oimer Rabbi Shimon Yichai taught and said, "What did he say? Boyurei Kama Chaviv Ben Yisrael Lefnei Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Look how beloved and precious the Jews are before the Holy One. Blessed be He. Shabachol Malkim Shagalu Shchinei Yimayin. Wherever the Jews go, the Divine Presence Shchinei Yimayin is with them. Is with the Yidden. And then he brings different things. Every Galus they wear Mitzrayim Shchinei Yimayin." Right, the famous pasuk he says, "Hanigloi neglesi Mitzrayim." We know that actually Aaron Hakoyin was actually a navi before Moshe Rabbeinu even came to Mitzrayim. Aaron was sitting there being misnabe. We even know his nevuah. It already says in Yecheska what his nevuah was. He was telling Yidden to get rid of the Rabbi Dezara. Very interesting, you know, historically speaking. Before Moshe Rabbeinu even came into the picture, Aaron was a ganz uh, navi. But the, we we learned from there a double expression, whatever it is, different pshatim in the how the Marsha learns. Hanigloi neglesi. The Eibusher was nizgala to the Yidden. They had gili likos. They had a, a gili ashchina. They had the shchina with them in Galus. They were in Bavol Shechina. We bring a pasuk that when they were in Babylonia, the Shechina was with them. And also in the future redemption, Shechina is with us. In the famous pasuk, that Hashem will return your captivity, but it doesn't say Hashem will return to another in the second, in the third person. It says that He Himself, that Hashem is going to return with the captivity. Hashem Himself is going to go back to Eretz Yisrael. Now, what exactly is this Gilu Shechin is a different conversation, is a little bit, has to be understood, because the whole essence of Golos, the essence of Golos is the concealment of godliness, not the revelation of godliness. But Shechin um, uh, the uh, the way it's explained in, uh, in, in Medrash Rabbe and uh, in Shmois Rabbe, it would seem, by the Mepharshim, that it's something, it's connected with the fact of the Tzadikim in every generation, right? And soon we're going to learn about Beis Rabbeinu Shobobobo, there's a sensual shul, there's a, always an element of Gile Elikos that Hashem keeps the Jews on the, on the straight and narrow, keeps them connected and keeps them uh, vitalized and right, uh, uh, connected, rejuvenated, pun intended. Always connected, and that's the Tzadikim Shabbat Vader. So, but in any event, however it manifests itself, the reality is, the Gemara says that the Shechin is always with the Yidin and it's going to leave goals together with the Yidin. So the Gemara asks, very interestingly, Heicha, Bibavil Heicha. No, Heicha. The Gemara asks now, Heicha, where is it? Where's the Shechina? You know, it's, the Gemara is taking you literally. You were telling me the Shechina is with us. 
Tell us about the Shechina. Where is the Shechina right now? So Abaye said, It's in the Shul of Hutzel, which is a place in Bavel, Hutzel. You may have heard of it. And then there's another Shul in Naharda of a Shul, the Shafi Yasef. They used to call it Shafi Yasef. There's different translations in the Yishayna what exactly it means. Dashi says that it was a Shul which was actually originally built when they went into Gauls the first time, Yehayachin, the Bavel, and uh, that they took stones from Eretz Yisrael and they built the Shul and it kept being destroyed, the Shul, and kept rebuilding it wherever they went. Shaf means like destroy, Yasef means reestablishing. But another big shadow that in the early Yishayna, I think the, the Aruch, is that shuf is like traveling. It's it's just a description of the, sh- the shechina, which is traveling from place to place, wherever the main place is. But then he's saying, in Nahardah. So he says two different shuls. And the Gemara says, how, so here's the question, is the shechina in one place or two places? So the Gemara says, Don't say here and here. It doesn't work like that. Rather, Sometimes it's here, and sometimes it's there. The shechina is in one of these two places. Either it's in a hutzel, or it's in Nahardah. Oh, the min asked. Did I'm Tanya already gave us the answer. The windows. You open up your window, you allow the Shechina into your life. Fine. So, the. Uh, um, fine. Amr Abaya. Abaya says in the Gemara, Taisili. Taisili means I should get Scharmen Hashemayim. I deserve something. That's what Taisili means. Sekumptmir would be the thing in Yiddish. Whenever I'm within a parsa, I always go in there to daven. I don't let it pass me by. I go to 770 to daven. So he says, when I'm, in, when I'm within a parsa, what's a parsa? A parsa is 8,000 amis. And today is, uh, uh, it would be about a little more than uh, 12,000 feet. Which is a 2.2 miles, yeah, exactly, approximately. So he says, whenever I was within about two and something miles from the shul, I would make sure. In those days, it wasn't a car. Keep in mind, also, if I was within two and a half miles, I made sure to dive in there. It wasn't subway either, precisely, exactly. Ah, uh, I live about nine miles, upper east side. Fine. So he says. Um, fine, now it says some stories about the, the Shechin in these places. Obviously, the Tanoim and Amiram were able to experience it. Um, fine. Continues the Gemara. The quotes a Pasuk from Yechezkel, Kapitel Yudalu. Perek Yudalu, Chapter 11. It says, I, Hashem says, I will be for them a Migdash Ma'at, a small temple, a small sanctuary, holy place. These are the shoals and the Bat Midrashas in Bavel in general. In general, that's what it means. I'm going to be a Migdash for them. The Rebbe learns Pshat in his famous Sikha that they're not arguing Bachal. Right? They're not arguing, and the Rebbe brings Rayas because earlier in the Gemara, who didn't have a Machlekes, and it was Pashat, and everyone agreed. And not only that, the Gemara is that don't say it's two places. Zimnin, sometimes here, sometimes there. Rather, there's the one main place, just like the base, even when the base of English was standing. There was no Gile of the course anywhere, there was nothing but the base of English. No, there's the main place, and then there's other places. So Hashem says, I'm going to give them a Migdash Ma'at. There's the main Migdash Ma'at, which is Beis Rabbeinu Shabbat Lazar was, by the way, who's it referring to by, when he says Beis Rabbeinu? Anybody know? It's actually referring to. No, no. I'm talking about then. I'm talking about two. 
a long time ago, 1800 years ago. He's Ra, uh, very good. Rabbi Loz actually was a Talmud of the Rabbi, Rabbi Loz actually moved to Eretz Yisrael. He became a Talmud of Rabbi Yechanan. That's why he says Shabbe Bavel, because he's in Eretz Yisrael. So he's referring to a place where he isn't sitting and standing right then and there. So he says, Mikdash Mar is going on base Rabbeinu Shabbe Bavel. And then we quote Psukim, Hashem Moin Ata Yisrelanu Bedar Vadar. Hashem, you were a Moin, you were a home for us. Bedar Vadar in all generations. We know the base was destroyed. So it's going on the shuls, the shuls. Fine. Tanya is skipping a line or two of the Gemara. This is all in Megillah Dab Chavtes. Tanya, the Braisa taught, Rabbi Lazar Kapar Emer, Asid in Bate Knesis, Ubate Midrashesh, Abebavel, Sheyukabu Beret Yisrael. The Bate Knesis and Bate Midrashes, which are in Babylonia, are going to be. Sheikavu Asidin Sheikavu Beretz Yisrael will be established in Eretz Yisrael. How's he know? Is it the Kabbalah? Is it a tradition? So he actually brings a pot. He brings a raya. Shenemar it says in Yirmiyo, It describes the journey of Tover and Carmel, two very nice, beautiful, big mountains. And apparently they traveled when they heard that the Eibush is giving the Teda. On Har Sinai, they came to hear, first of all, to ask if they could be, uh, if they could be, uh, if they could be the ones that the Torah should be given on them. But secondly, to come hear words of Torah, and it says by Yom Yavi they crossed the ocean, which I'm guessing, based on geographically where they are their station, they went through the Mediterranean Sea and came down there to the Sinai Peninsula, to the to the Har Sinai. So it says in the pasuk that they traveled there. So he says the following. He says it's a Kavachaymer. Who's speaking again? Rabbi Lazar Kapper. Kavachaymer. Uma Tover Vikarmel Shleboel Nifishalul Mitera Nikba Emberitz Israel. Tover and Carmel. They went to Har Sinai and Bischus that they went to Har Sinai to hear Taira. The Abishter brought them to Eretz Yisrael. They were originally were mountains in Eretz Yisrael. Har HaKarmel, anyone who lives in Israel, you could go. Hara Carmel, I think it's somewhere next to Tveria. I don't know exactly. It's Haifa, yeah. Yeah, people, whatever, you, whatever. Maybe it's, a, maybe, I don't know what the, the real, maybe it's the same thing. I have no idea. It's not relevant really to the Shir, never necessarily. But he says, Ma Tover and Carmel only came to Fisha to learn Torah, Nikbaim Be'eretz Yisrael, they're brought to Eretz Yisrael. So he says, the Kalvachaymer. A legitimate Kalvachaymer. Bate Knesias, Ubate Midrashais, Shakoiden, Umarbits and Bahen Torah, that we read and we're Marbits Torah, Bekvias, Al Achas Kama Vakama. Surely it's going to go to Eretz Akhaydish. It's going to go to Eretz Yisrael. Fine. Ad Khan is that Shtikla Gemara. Now, for the other Gemara, which will connect the two together, um, so. I don't want to get bogged down because you have to be familiar. It's from a very tifus sugya. Bechal ketushas beisakneses. The whole concept, the whole halacha, and understanding the halachic categorization of ketushas, the holiness and sanctity of a beisakneses and a beisamedrish, is very complicated. And it's based on a gemara in Megillah Chavches, and it's a simon in Shulchan Aruch, simon Kufnun Aleph. But here's lechayda what comes out of the whole parsha. Right, so in general, we know a shul is a very holy place. You're not allowed to laugh in a shul and make a joke in a shul. God forbid. Dvarim betelim, leitzanis, armand and cheshboinis. Also, not you're not allowed to do in a shul. 
and uh, any malacha you're not allowed to do. You're not allowed to adorn yourself in a shul. You're not allowed to stroll in a shul. You're not allowed to go into a shul to protect yourself from the rain or protect yourself from the sun. A shul is a very, very holy and special place. And uh, even a hespid, it's not so simple what hespidim you're allowed to do in a shul. Fine. Say, okay. But no need to get into every hetter that we came up with under the sun and then the whole thing's a free-for-all. Um, unfortunately, maybe. But uh, the, the Gemara at the end of all of that says, Amr Asi, the following line. Amr Asi, The shuls in Bavel are made al-tanai. That's what he says. They're made al-tanai. Al-tanai on uh, conditions. And he says, Just because we make a tanai that we should be able to do certain things, it doesn't mean you're allowed to do, you're allowed to have kalos reish. And what would be kalos reish? Doing cheshboinus of, of, of a public nature. People talk about it. That's already uh, beyond the pale. Okay. Is a minion happening here? What's the... Pass the mechitz. Fine. So, so he says that we're finishing up here anyways. But in any event, or we're gonna make our, we're gonna make ourselves finish up. But the the oh, okay. So what does it mean exactly? So bchalal is a general kasha because any kedusha you sanctify them, you can make it a tonight. The gather of the kedusha, you could say that I'm I'm not really making it fully holy, only to a certain degree, and I should allow myself to do this and allow myself to do that. So the question is, what is allowed al tonight? What tonight do they make in a shul? The halacha, as it's quoted in Shulchan Aruch and Simen Kufnon Aleph, says. A tonight does not help. A tonight does not help. I, the Gemara says that they made a tonight. He says it's only a tonight for after it's destroyed. The rubble and the land of the shul should be able to be used for other functions. But the shul itself, and all that he's showing him, the rush, everyone's bringing eyes to this because we find people in Bavel who take all the halachis of what you're not allowed to do in a shul, they kept. The Gemara even has a story of two Amiraim who had a conversation. They were speaking Taylor in the street and it started pouring rain, a torrential rain, and they went into the shul to continue their conversation. And they bivarent and they said that we only went into the shul because we were discussing Indian and Taylor and it helps us discuss Indian and Taylor. But chas v'shalem, we would never go into the shul to protect ourselves from the rain. That would be a... And this is a bavel. So clearly, as long as it's kayam, as long as the shul is around, you're not allowed to use it for other functions. Only after it's destroyed. That's what Shulchan Aruch says. The Mishnah Bruder discusses in the Bir Halacha about this because the Chayda, the Kasha that the Magen Avram asks. Now we find by everywhere else when it comes to Parreiches, when it comes to your Tefillin bag, when it comes to so many, all of the Kedushas, Tanai works. Vasep is here, Tanai shouldn't work only after the Khurban. So he says, the word is that we have a Pasuk Befeidish, Ve'ela Migdash Ma'at. The Abishah says, I want to have a Migdash Ma'at. Right? What kind of Migdash Ma'at is it is if you're always minimizing the Kedusha? Either it's Similar to the Beis Hamikdash, which Hashem gave us a mitzvah that to be afraid of the Beis Hamikdash, it's Mikdash you know, one of the six hundred things, or not. So there's a mitzvah that Abbanon, there's a gedet that Abbanon to have a Mikdash Ma'at, and therefore it's built into the clause, both built into the halacha of having a shul, is that a tanai doesn't work. Only after it's destroyed, it's different. Fine. Now here's where it connects. Is it said the the shuls of Bavel. Vasep is Bavel. Zok Taisis, the following words. Dafke Bavel, he says. Why? The Dafke Lo'isen Shebe Bavel does a Tanai help. 
Why? Shadei le'ez boy goyel b'mheda b'yameinu says Taisus because when the goyel is going to come, Mashiach is going to come, the redeemer. Speedily in our days, tipoka k'tushasan, the k'tush is going to stop because everyone's everyone's going to Eretz Yisrael. Avaloisin shaberetz Yisrael leimahani tonight. Shadei k'tushasan leelam kayamas. But the ones in Shul, a t'nai doesn't work. And that's Taka brought down in Shulchan Aruch, this halacha, that in Bavel a t'nai works. And in Chutz, in Chutz, it's a t'nai works, but in Eretz Yisrael it doesn't work. Frek the Magen Avraham, and we're going to cut short soon. The Karev Mamish, the Magen Avraham asks, Sarachin, he asks. Because we say in the Gemara blot later, that Asid in Batek Nisiyah Shabbat Bavel, shall you cover by Eretz Yisrael? The shuls in Bavel are moving to Eretz Yisrael. So what kind of cheshvin is this? What did Taisvis essentially tell us? Taisvis just told us that that the following cheshvin l'chayda. Taisvis said that in Bavel, right, nothing you do is permanent. Everything you know you're moving to Israel soon, right? And therefore, and therefore, even when you're building a shul. The reality is that a tznai works for after the shul is destroyed because This is how I would learn Taisus bepashtus. Mimanaf shach, the the earth is gonna is not gonna be holy in my mind. Why? Because if either the shul is gonna end up being destroyed eventually, like everything in the world gets destroyed, if either it's gonna cease to exist and function as a shul, or Mashiach's gonna come and we're moving to Yisrael. But either way, mimanaf shach, this place is not gonna stay holy. We're we're out of here. Versus Eretz Yisrael, where are you going? It's Israel. Everything you do in Israel is permanent. Loyal and It never stops, right? And that, that's the distinction Taisus made. But frek the Magen Avraham. This is the Magen Avraham. It's not a Polish sefer. In Shulchan Aruch, he says Asid, and uh, he says we don't know that the shuls are moving to Israel. And Luchayda. So Luchayda, the same cheshbon should apply. You're here forever. You're here forever. And by the way, the Marshal Taki brings the Gemara in, in, in Brachis. There's a Gemara where Rabbi Yechanan says, how could people get old in Bavel? It says in the Pasuk that you're going to live long in the land of Eretz Yisrael. So how could you live long in people in Chutzlaretz? Sh- I'm shocked, he says. So Rabbi Yechanan, so Rabbi Yechanan says, I have an answer. The Mashkimim Bebeis HaMedrish. They sit in Beis HaMedrish. Right? And Beis HaMedrish... And that's why they live long. The Marsha over there, the Marsha explains what, what's the difference. Because since the shul is going to move to Eretz Yisrael, therefore you're living in Eretz Yisrael. You live in a shul, you're living in Eretz HaKadosh, and therefore you can live Barich Yom. And that's why you can live long. Fine. But the Chayda, that's the Magen Avram's question. He says, I don't understand. The Chayda, the same Cheshben applies. And the Magen Avram says, don't tell me the earth is not going to go. The shul is going to go, but not the earth underneath. Because he said the whole mocker of the Gemara was from Makal Chaymer, from Tavar and Carmel. And over there it's the earth. It's the actual mountain. So we hear as well, the actual earth is going to go to Eretz Yisrael. So what's the answer? See, he gives a very shved answer. Everyone, you know, the, 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 some sefer says, Are there shul here? Are there shul here? Are there shul here? Are there shul here? Okay, he says, Taka, the earth is going to go. So the yeah the 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 answer that he offers is he says that he's saying the earth is not going to go after the shul is destroyed. That's what Taisus. That's what the, how the Magavram wants to answer. And he says v'tzarachin. He himself doesn't. He says that the earth is after the shul is destroyed. Then the earth, if the shul is still standing when Mashiach comes, then the shul is going to go, and the earth underneath the shul is going to go to Eretz Yisrael. If on the other hand the shul is already ceases to exist before Mashiach comes, then the earth is not going to go to Eretz Yisrael. Right? But then, 
the chayda, what's the cheshbon? And in Eretz Yisrael, if it's holy, then let it go. And in Eretz Yisrael, what's the difference? In other words, you understand the question or not? The fact is, in Eretz Yisrael, if, why not say that the earth is the destroyed material, let's say, of the shul? Is that going to go to Eretz Yisrael? There's no reason why not. Right? He never suggested enough. He's just making a distinction that the earth is not going to go. Right? So he's saying, but why would the earth not go? What's the what's the cheshven shavadaber? So um, fine, fine. I can give an answer, but it's, but but we're going to conclude. It's a whole cheshven. So let's just conclude with uh, with a word from the Rebbe, and uh, and uh, call it a day. Um, the, the the two critical words of the Rebbe negate to our entire discussion. One of them is, of course. As, Someone pointed out so eloquently before 770. So 770 is the base of the Rebbe uh, declared and told us. And the Rebbe told us the, one of the most tremendous chidushim about Mashiach that you're ever going to hear from the Rebbe. Everyone in Lubavitch is familiar with it, but there's nothing I don't think the Rebbe ever said which is as kitzoni as that. Which is that the Rebbe said that the base of is going to come down, be Nizgala first in base Rabbeinu Shabbat and then together with it, because that's where the Shechina is. Like when the Gemara says the Shechina is going to return to Eretz Yisrael, the Rebbe says the Shechina, that means the Beis Amigdash is coming, and from there it goes to Eretz Yisrael. And the Rebbe in the Haaretz there says, what the, what the Gemara says, and the Rama brings it down, that the Sanhedrin is going to return to Tveria first. Why Tveria? Because they went into ten places, the Sanhedrin from Yerushalayim, and the last place where the Sanhedrin was, was Kayim was in Tveria. So, so it's like a lot of poetic justice when Mashiach comes. So it returns to Tveria, and then from there the Sanhedrin returns to Yerushalayim. And, uh, and the Rebbe says also that when it says that Melech HaMashiach Eimid al-Gag Beis famous Medrash, and he announces to the Jews that Higiyaz Mangul Aschem, the Rebbe says that Gag Beis HaMikdash actually means the Mikdash Ma'at, it's actually referring to Beis Rabbeinu Shabbat Why does it call it the Gag, the rooftop of the Beis HaMikdash? Because it's very interesting halacha by the base Hamikdash is that gagos skadshu. They didn't sanctify the roofs in the base Hamikdash. That's why it says gag base Hamikdash because it's trying to say that it, it is a base Hamikdash, but it doesn't have the kedusha of the base Hamikdash. It doesn't have the halachis of base Hamikdash. That's why it gives it that halacha. That's why it uses that term bechlal in the medrash gag base Hamikdash. And, and fine. And in, and in Mamishkin conclusion about our topic in Bahar Bechukhoisei Tashem Memchas. The Rebbe says the following words. We're going to go to Israel with our kesef, with our silver and, and gold. And the Rebbe says, how much more so our shoals? And the Rebbe says, These are his words. When we say the shoals are going to go, that includes the private individual houses of B'nai Yisrael. That everyone who made a Migdash Ma'at out of their home, we know one of the Rebbe's mitzvahs is you should have a Siddur and a Tanya, and a Tzlagapushka. And every house should be a Chabad house. But the Rebbe says, every house is going to go to Eretz Yisrael. And the Rebbe writes in the heart of there the following. The Rebbe says that the Kavana, when, the, when we say the shuls are going to go to Eretz Yisrael, is not only to the Batek Nesis of Batek Midrash HaShakayom Bahayve Bizman HaGula, not only the ones which exist now in the time of the Gula, all of the ones which were Kayim in the day of Shalif And even though they were destroyed, the Rebbe says, but the Rambam says, the Rebbe says, that the sh- that it's holy because of the shechina and the shechina is never bottle so it's never bottle. So the Rebbe says zil baser taima. What's the difference between that and the mikdash maat? The kedusha is the kedusha, and the and the alt and the rama paskas that the, the shechina doesn't never leaves. And the Rebbe says that ha'avonim ha'etzim ve'ha'afer chulu all the materials. The Rebbe doesn't go so far in this harder to discuss the earth underneath. That's other sikhas which we will not get to. 
today. Shemehem nasu offer could mean the materials. It's mash. The Rebbe says havonim ha'etzim ve'ha'offer. It sounds more like the materials that you build the actual structure. And these are the Rebbe's words in the Hara. Shemehem nasu habatik nesius habatim midrashis. These are the materials which made the shul. Sheheginu abneisah which protected the Jewish people. Sheyecholu lispal of lumen. They should be able to daven and learn. V'sofku es esius atfil v'atera and they absorbed the the letters, the words of Teda and davening. Bevada yikablu scharam. The Rebbe says, what happened to the Kalvah Chaymer? Just because it got destroyed, what happened to the Kalvah Chaymer? Any material, physical material, has to be returned to Eretz Yisrael, get the reward. Sheyachzrov Yikavu Be'eretz Yisrael. And uh, so that's, that's that Ha'ara, and uh, we should all merit very soon.